0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1956, Why You Shouldn't Buy Target Date Funds by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet. With the author's permission, of course. We're going to get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Why you shouldn't buy target date funds by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. For some reason lately, I've been getting a bunch of emails asking me what I think of a particular target date fund. So I thought this would make a good article. But before we get into what I think of these things, hint, it's in the title of the article, let's first talk about what these things are. What is a target date fund? Target date funds are also known as life cycle funds, age-based funds, or dynamic risk funds. That last one makes it sound pretty cool, but basically what target date funds do is adjust your asset allocation as you get older and closer to retirement. These funds typically have a year or target date in its name. The idea is that based on your age, you pick the fund with the year in which you will turn 65 and just buy that fund. So if you're 20 right now, in the year 2018, you would pick the fund with the target date 2018 plus 65 minus 20, which is 2063, since that's when you turn 65. How the fund operates is that if the target date is really far away, the fund shifts most of its holdings towards equities. The retirement fund 2060, for example, has an 85% equity, 15% fixed income weighting. Then, over time, as your target date approaches, the fund gradually rebalances your asset allocation towards fixed income. The Retirement Fund 2015 in that series, meaning this fund is for people who are already 65 plus, has an asset allocation of 45% equity, 55% fixed income. So, are they any good? Well, Yes and no. Mostly no. First of all, these things aren't free. This particular fund provider charges around a 0.75% fee for running this fund. And as we've said before, over time, fees can have a pretty massive impact on your portfolio growth. Given that a typical Vanguard indexed ETF has a fee of less than 0.1%, You're paying a pretty high premium on these things, and the only service you're getting is basically rebalancing your portfolio for you once a year. Also, it's easy to catch target date fund providers doing sketchy things. You'd figure that once an asset allocation were decided based on age, target date funds would just buy index funds to track each asset type and be done with it. Nope. Some of them, actually most of them from what I can tell, go the additional step of using actively managed funds to build their portfolios. Each of these funds also has a management team and a marketing team and compliance people. So these funds also have their own separate fee that's quietly lumped into your bill. And surprise, surprise, if actively managed funds are used, they're always run by the same company that's running the target date fund. After all, they wouldn't want some other company stealing your money, right? These things typically charge 1% to 2% by themselves. So if you add that to the target fund's MER, you're looking at a total 2 to 3% fee that's silently taken out of your account each and every year. You're employing a team of dozens of people to do a job that a spreadsheet can do. They are really easy to beat. The funniest thing about target date funds is that unlike hedge funds, which you also shouldn't buy, target date funds are required to tell you exactly what they own. It's right there on the fund's summary page or its prospectus. Here is the asset allocation for the Retirement 2060 Fund. It's 55% domestic U.S. stocks, 30% international stocks, 8% domestic U.S. bonds, 4% international bonds and 3% cash and other random Right away I'm thinking 3% cash what why am I paying you to hold cash but whatever that's a separate issue So here's how you beat this fund just buy the underlying index ETFs yourself ETFs and mutual funds exist because it's usually not practical for an individual investor to buy the underlying stocks themselves to replicate an ETF tracking the s and 500 I'd have to actually buy those 500 stocks myself. That's a lot of work and would require me to have at least a couple million dollars for it to be even possible since you can't buy fractional shares. But for a target date fund, they're just buying other ETFs. I can easily do that myself. So for this particular fund, I'd buy the following. Total Stock Market ETF, 55%. FTSE All World XUS ETF. 30 percent total bond market etf eight percent total international bond market etf four percent why the hell am i holding cash again three percent there we have just replicated this fund's asset allocation and because we aren't paying the target date funds 0.75 percent mer We can expect my portfolio to beat the target date fund's performance by 0.75% each and every year. But what about the rebalancing the fund manager does each year, you might ask? You're going to miss out on that. Not really, because the fund is required to update their prospectus each year. All I have to do is keep checking the fund's website. They'll tell you what their new asset allocation is, and then you can just rebalance your portfolio to match. So what we've done here is essentially taken the not so hard work of this bank owned retirement fund, completely stolen it and have replicated it for free. I've just robbed this bank and completely gotten away with it. Never pass up an opportunity to legally steal from Wall Street. Never. Is there anyone who should buy it? The only people who should buy one of these things are people who, for whatever reason, have to pay a really high transaction fee for each buy. Because buying this fund only requires one transaction rather than four, theoretically, you could save your money. But I'd argue these people should instead open up accounts at either Questrade or Vanguard, which allow free ETF purchases. The only other time it makes sense to own one of these is if you have a really low amount to invest like less than $100, and you can't effectively replicate their asset allocation because you can't buy fractional shares of ETFs. Though in that case, I'd say just wait a little longer until you have more money, or buy the target date fund temporarily, and when you have more, then jump out and replicate yourself. But the real target audience of these funds are convenience shoppers. Just buy the fund, the banks say. It's a one-stop solution for all your investment needs, and then you don't have to think about it anymore. I have another name for convenience shoppers, incredibly stupid and lazy people. The difference in work is clicking four times once a year instead of clicking once. They've already done all the work for you. Just steal it, steal their work. But I guess if you're too stupid and lazy and just want the banks to take your money, then I guess these things make sense for you. Though I would argue if you're that stupid and lazy, you probably don't deserve to become fi. So that's my take on target date funds. I suspect I won't be getting many advertising offers from them anytime soon, but who gives a sh**? We're here to tell the truth, not make money that we don't need. You just listened to the post titled Why You Shouldn't Buy Target Date Funds I thought Wanderer made some really good points about target date funds. While I personally don't invest in them now, I do feel the offering could be a good solution for someone who's just starting out and nervous about investing. If the alternatives are to not invest at all, work with a financial advisor who is selling you expensive financial products you don't need, or leaving money on the table in the form of a 401k match because you're simply overwhelmed by which investments to choose from in your 401k options, a target date fund could be a good temporary solution. After you read a book like The Simple Path to Wealth by JL Collins and get more comfortable and knowledgeable about investing, you can change your investment selection to something a little more optimal in terms of fees. I also wanted to point out that if you do decide to invest in a target date fund, please only do so in a tax-advantaged account, not in a regular after-tax brokerage account. Last year, we saw a situation where Vanguard reduced the minimum needed to invest in their institutional target date funds. And that announcement triggered a lot of people to jump from the higher-cost retail fund to the lower-cost institutional fund. Vanguard needed to sell fund assets to raise cash to redeem shares for investors in the retail fund, which resulted in capital gains that were 40 times larger than previous years. Tax-advantaged accounts are able to reinvest the gains without a tax bill. But if you were holding these target date funds in a taxable brokerage account, it would have resulted in an unexpectedly high tax bill in 2021. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great start to your week and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.